Wonder. 20 minutes after 6, if you just joined us, welcome to it. It is the Wednesday edition of the Sports Unlock with myself, Jamie DeBrain, as well as Kuma. So right now on the line, we do have Tulekele, uh, Tulekele, sorry, that is Mgaga, EWN sports journalist, basically bringing her in to discuss the whole issue around uh, Castor Semenya. So we do know that the Swiss court has basically rejected uh, Castor Semenya's ruling, ruling appeal that is with regards to her testosterone levels. Uh, Tulekele, welcome to DYR. Thank you so much. Man, so it is with unfortunate news what the Swiss courts is basically imposing and putting on Castor Semenya. Yes, that is true. But I think because of things that Lord said, Kohat is saying over the past year, yeah. it's not much of a surprise over the fact that the Swiss court has upheld that ruling that she will have to take some, some vitamins to suppress her natural testosterone levels. But I think Kasta at this point, she's she's not just fighting for herself, but mm-hmm. she's fighting for the other athletes that don't don't perhaps have the same platform as she has. Yeah. Because she's not the only one that's affected by this ruling. There are so many athletes that are involved by this. But it does seem like it's her that's being targeted specifically. Um, I mean, we date all the way right up and back, well, right back to 2009 when Custis Media was basically under terrible scrutiny. And mm. one would, you know, a lot of people are angered by the whole situation. And one would basically say that they are basically treating Custis Media worse than drug cheats. Absolutely. Because honestly, we, we always say in the sport that don't take any supplements or don't take any steroids to yeah. suppress what your body naturally produces. But here we're going to Custis. This is what your body produces, but because yours is a little bit higher than mm. what your other female counterparts are producing, we want you to lower it at what they consider a normal level in order for her to compete. But doesn't that stand against everything that she's doing? Yeah. And I also think we look at the sport itself. Even South Africa, we've got to take, as the as, as athletics association, they've got to take some blame from 2009 when we mm. were unfortunately dealing with those back and forth about the association where they were going, yes, she's a female and they were saying, um, they, they, were, they didn't necessarily back her, but they, they forced her to undergo all of these invasive tests mm-hmm. that opened her up to that scrutiny. So the minute that door was open, it was impossible for people to close the chat. And that's why the IAAF was able to go to this case for so long, where now she's in a situation where either she changes her preferred format of running or she's going to have to take these drugs. I mean, it's been a long time for um, Orchestra Smeja and her situation. I mean, as uh, uh, we've been talking uh, about uh, dating back to, to, to 2009, I mean, the fact that the, the, her appeal got rejected, I feel like mm. personally it infringes on her human right, you know, of being you mm. know, who she is and how she was uh, naturally made. Would, would you say that um, they, they, they are sort of implying that she doesn't fit in the women's category? And then does that place her... Under, you know, the men's category, what's going on with the, with the uh, ruling? Essentially, that was, that's what they're saying. Because they're saying mm. to her, the amount of testosterone that you're producing as a female is abnormal. But it's normal if you are a man. So they want her to run against the, the males that are mm. competing in those races. But Casta Semenya, biologically, and every sense of the word, she is a woman. Yeah. So we should be keeping her in that in that situation, we should have her running her preferred format. And you do mention the fact that it's a human rights issue. Mm. Who are they, the people that are in charge, the men that are in charge, to say to a woman, this is what we classify you as a woman to mm. be, and then we are forcing you to take medication, to take supplements, or 
to undergo certain testing and, and certain surgeries in order to fit into that little box that we have yeah. to use. And I think you've also got to look at her other participants. I, I, I speak specifically of the likes of Lindsay Sharp mm. that have been mm-hmm. so vocal to say Casta because of her testosterone levels has an unfair advantage. That, how dare you tell one woman that because she doesn't fit your box of what, of what you're meant to be, she's not right to compete in this race. We were having the whole discussion today where we say Michael Phelps has a larger torso than a lot of his former swimmers that he used to compete with. Ian Thorpe had a larger foot than the, a lot of the people that he had to compete with. Where was the IAAF in those situations yeah. where they're going, oh my goodness, you can't be longer than this. You can't mm. be more than a size 11. Yeah. How dare we say to Casta Semina, because we don't like how much you are dominating the sport, you should be removed from it. And then being in uh, being in the position of Orchestras Mania at this point, does she have maybe other options that she can take in a sense of, I don't know if there's a, a, a reappeal of an appeal, I don't know, so sort of uh, uh, options like that where she can sort of take it up again or was this sort of the last straw where she, uh, uh, as far as she could go? Well, this was her second appeal and unfortunately she's lost it. Mm. We did hear from the sports minister, Nakim Tata, and Athletic South Africa themselves saying that for them, they are looking at the legal options that they can have. I think it's very specific, the fact that they keep on saying her human rights. So mm. it could be an avenue that they could be taking where they go to the Human Rights Commission and say, okay, these are the things that we want to do. We want to ensure that all her all her requirements are met and we want to ensure that she continues in her sport and we feel like world athletics is going against what they stand for and they can go about it that way in order for her to continue racing in the 800 meters. But yeah. if she does which I feel like she won't, if she does kind of succumb and say, no, I don't want to fight this anymore, she can race in the 400 meters or in the 1,500 meters, which aren't necessarily her speciality, but we have seen her in a lot of South African races where she has tried it out. And once again, do we expect anything less? She has dominated. And also, she's also discussed maybe if racing doesn't continue for her, she will be looking at other sports to take up. She's always mm. grown up being a football player. Mm-hmm. So she's already signed for Janine Van JVW Girls. Mm. She's already training with them on a, a kind of freelance basis. Yeah. So those are also options for her. So, Lakali, I just want to read something for you. I know in 2019, the IAAF, in a two-to-one decision, the court ruled that the restrictions on permitted levels of naturally occurring testosterone were discriminatory, but that such discriminations were, and I quote, necessary reasonable and appropriate. In what way were they reasonable? Uh, the thing is, I feel like, you know, it's easy to write things on paper, but yeah. you are essentially saying what my body produces naturally is unfair to other people who also have other things that their body produces naturally that I might not have. So I don't understand why you'd want to force someone to take something that would enhance her performance, which is something that they always argue against and think that is okay in order to level the playing field. You also don't know the kind of medication when you put her on it. Mm. What are going to be the adverse effects on Casta Semenya? Never mind while she's running now, but long-term as a woman, what if it it leads to heart disease, heart problems, there's a problem with her lungs. Mm. Those are other things that you guys are forcing her to consider in order to just compete in a sport. 
Yeah. And what then does Orchestra Smenya do at this point? Because, I mean, she lost the appeal. Yes, we get that. Does she just stick to the fact that she's going to compete in the 400 meters and that's it? Or maybe, you know, a possible uh, sort of um, um, avenue that she can take to sort of approach this situation? I think we've seen with not just lockdown, but also the past year, she's been taking part in a lot of South African athletics events where she's trying out the different formats. So she'll continue to do that to see if it's something that she enjoys, it's something that she can build herself up for. The troubling part is we've got the Tokyo Olympics coming up next year. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if she's even going to participate in that. And if she does participate, in what distance does she participate in? If they force her, let's say they give up and say from next week she'll take the hormones. Mm. How long until her, her, her testosterone levels are at the level that they require for her to compete? What if it's not within that qualifying mm. time? So there's so many decisions and there's so many questions up in the air about when her career can actually resume. Because this has put everything at a full stop. We never speak about Casper Semenya as an athlete anymore. Mm. We are now so constantly focused on the court case between her and World Athletics. Because yeah. that's really how it is. It's one woman fighting against a whole system that's seeking to oppress her. So, Lakala, she also took to Twitter saying, and I don't know what you get from it, that doors might be closed but not locked. What are you getting from that? I think since 2009, there's been opportunities that a Wade van if you look at a Cameron van der Berg, because they're Olympic athletes, mm. they immediately get the sponsorship, they get the support, they get the federations calling them and supporting them. She doesn't get that luxury yeah. because there's always this question mark over her. There's always these thoughts and opinions about her natural testosterone level. So I think there are obviously opportunities that have been closed off to her because of this case. And it's also an indictment of the fact that World Athletics, uh, Lord Sebastian Coe, who's the head of it, who's meant to be impartial, even he's going out publicly and saying, look, we need to make a few changes in regards to Casta. How do you, as someone who sits at the head of this organization, have it within you to actually make that determination without waiting for a court of law that doesn't have any role to play to make those decisions? So you can look at her, say, her, you can look at those words and realize that she knows that the system is, that she's up against does not want her to raise. Mm. So now she has to decide for herself if she'll continue this fight or if she'll actually make the changes that they want her to undertake. Thank you so much for your time. We don't want to uh, take any more of your time, maybe some other time, but thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Bye. That was, of course, sports journalist Dusis Tolagela just giving us a breakdown of the whole situation here, Castasmania. But Allah, I have to make sure, I have to say that I do love the the, the, the approach and mm. uh, the way that Castasmania received this whole situation. Because, I mean, if it was another person, you 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 actually see that mm. they are not taking it to work. But between you and I, are <laughs> our South African government doing enough? Personally, I don't think they're doing enough. They could have done better to support her, to make sure that, you know, her appeal is, 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 you know, uh, has the weight that it requires yeah. for them to actually take a proper decision. Cause at this point, uh, I, I feel like it was just her against.